Welcome to The Fastest Five Minutes, presented by Kroll & Morin. We are your co-hosts for this edition, Peter Ayer and Yuan Zhou, bringing you a bi-weekly summary of significant government contracts, legal and regulatory developments that no government contracts lawyer or executive should be without. And we're going to start today with an important DFARS update, and Yuan is going to take that item. Thanks, Peter. On March 22nd, the DOD published a final rule that amends the DFARS to incorporate the capabilities of the Supplier Performance Risk System, SPRS, or sometimes referred to as SIPRS, and require that contracting officers consider SIPRS risk assessments when evaluating offers and contractor responsibility. Now, the SIPRS is a DOD enterprise application that stores information on price, item, quality, delivery, and contractor performance data from various government reporting systems. It then takes that data to develop three types of risk assessments for contracting officer use in evaluations, item risk assessment, price risk assessment, and supplier risk assessment. The final rule adds, among other provisions, DFARS 204.7602, which requires the use of SIPR's risk assessments for the evaluation of quotes or offers in response to solicitations for supplies and services, including solicitations using FAR Part 12 procedures for the acquisition of commercial products and services. This final rule also creates a provision at DFARS 252.204-7024 titled Notice on the Use of the Supplier Performance Risk System as Prescribed in the Newly Created DFARS 204.7604. So this is important for contractors to be aware as these assessments will now impact DOD award decisions. Peter, back to you. Great. Thank you so much. Next up, an item from Court of Federal Claims. On March 9th, the court held that a company had standing to challenge the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency's or NGA's award of the Sapphire contract to CACI, despite the protester never having submitted a bid in response to the Sapphire solicitation and not filing its complaint until two years after the contract award. In January of 2023, the company filed its complaint at the court, arguing, among other things, that by awarding to CACI, NGA violated 10 U.S.C., 3453, which requires the government to procure commercially available items to the maximum extent possible before acquiring non-commercial or developmental items. Although the company did not submit a proposal because it could not meet the minimum requirements for other aspects of the solicitation, the protester claimed it could provide a commercially available software option, which the NGA intended to allow CACI to develop as a deliverable on the Sapphire contract. But for the 3453 violation, the company claimed that NGA would have been required to conduct procurements for the software and it would have bid on the solicitation. The government and CACI filed motions to dismiss, arguing that the protester lacked standing to protest because it was not an interested party, having not submitted a proposal, and then waiting two years following contractor award to file the protest. In short order, the court denied the motions to dismiss concluding that the protester filed a non-frivolous claim of a 3453 violation in connection with the procurement, which prevented it from potentially bidding on a future requirement. So an interesting decision on standing and certainly the interpretation of 3453 and the fact that this is a two-year gap between award and protest. So interesting development for us here. Yuan, back to you for a Procurement Integrity Act uh, decision. Thanks, Peter. On March 9th, GAO dismissed a protest that was filed by Trax, 
and found that the protester failed to allege a violation of the Procurement Integrity Act, or PIA, which prohibits government officials from knowingly disclosing competitively useful information to a contractor before a federal contract award. Now, here's what happened. In advance of the Army issuing a solicitation for Aberdeen Test Support Services in November of 2020, tracks in a company named Oasis entered into a non-disclosure and teaming agreement for purposes of Oasis assisting tracks with preparing a proposal for the procurement. Due to the agreement, tracks shared proprietary proposal information with Oasis as the companies work collaboratively in developing the tracks proposal. However, seven months later, the companies terminated the teaming agreement, and following that termination, Engineering Research and Consulting, or ERC, purchased Oasis. And then both Trax and ERC submitted proposals in response to the solicitation, with the Army Award then going to ERC. On November 4th of 2022, Trax submitted a notification of a PIA violation with the contracting officer, stating that ERC violated the PIA by obtaining Trax's proprietary information through ERC's merger with OASIS. The Army investigated the PIA allegation and concluded that there was no indication that ERC utilized Trax's proprietary information in its proposal revisions. Trax then protested, arguing that the Army did not sufficiently investigate the PIA allegations, and the Army filed a request for dismissal, contending that Trax's allegations did not implicate the PIA because even assuming that ERC obtained Trax's proprietary information, no government official disclosed this information. Rather, Trax voluntarily shared this information with OASIS, which in turn shared it with ERC. Moreover, the Army argued that OASIS' violation of its non-disclosure agreement with Trax was a private party dispute matter, which GAO does not consider as part of its bid protest jurisdiction. GAO agreed with the Army on both grounds and dismissed Trax's protest. So it's another interesting GAO decision that really emphasizes the need for a government nexus there in connection with a viable PIA allegation. Peter? Great. Thank you so much, Yuan. We'll wrap up this edition. This has been the fastest five minutes brought to you by Kroll and Mooring. See you again in two weeks. If you have any questions, I can be reached at 202-624-2807 and Yuan can be reached at 202-624-2666. Thank you for joining. The fastest five minutes podcast is brought to you by Kroll and Mooring LLP. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And if you enjoy our show, please leave us a review. You can find more information at kroll.com slash govconpodcast. podcast.